Welcome to the Author to Authority podcast. I'm Kim Thompson Pinder, the extraordinary word ninja and founder of RTI Publishing, where we work with you to ghostwrite and publish your signature book that will double your business by attracting clientele and position you as the go-to expert in your niche. Next, we will show you how to use your book to make lead generation and conversion a snap while building an audience. My guests include professionals, entrepreneurs, and coaches who use their skills to build people powerfully. They will share their story and powerful tips that will help you live better. They will also share their writing journey and how it has impacted their life and the lives of their readers. If you've ever wondered if writing a book makes a difference, then this podcast is for you. Welcome to the Author to Authority podcast. And it's that time again. It's the Juanita and Kim show. And and if you're new to listening to the Author to Authority podcast, one of the reasons why these episodes are so amazing is the fact that we have been friends for <clears throat> more years than we're willing to admit. In fact, best friends for a very long time. And uh, Juanita is also the content facilitator for RTI Publishing. And uh, she is my right hand, right arm, probably right shoulder woman who just keeps <laughs> me going and on track. And so I love doing these podcasts with my BFF. So welcome, Juanita. Thank you, Kim. Great to be here in 2021 doing the show. (laughs) So today we want to talk about how to promote your business. If you want to become an authority in your niche, if you want to build your business sort of like that $6 million man, bigger, stronger, faster, (laughs) then uh, you want to promote yourself. Now, if I said the $6 million man and you have no clue what I'm talking about, you need to Google it. This was a show that probably both Juanita and I watched. It was very popular. And the $6 million woman, the bionic woman. And the bionic the- woman was the one I rooted for over the $6 million man. I, was like, <laughs> I, want, I wanted to be a bionic, although not, <laughs> not suffering the same <laughs> injuries that caused her to become bionic. <laughs> so. If you want to become that authority, you really need to promote your business. You need to take it from a one-to-one model where you talk to one person, you convert one person, you work with one person, really to one to many. And that's where you do something once, it goes out to many people, and you get lots of results back. So that's what our topic is going to be about today. So Juanita, did you have any initial thoughts as we get started? I think that this is going to be a really great episode. It's crucial for uh, any business is being able to connect and and multiply because it's kind of a duh thing of, if you think about it, can you afford to pay for someone's entire, if you're out shopping and you think about all of the businesses that you do interact with, can you afford to keep them running all of them all through your own income? Unless you're somebody like uh, Jeff Bezos. No, the answer is no. You need, they need more than you coming into their store and buying a spool of thread. <laughs> so first, as we get to talking about this, there's a couple of 
things I want to clarify before we get into the nuts and bolts of promoting um, your business. So first of all, it's really not about promoting your business. (laughs) It's not about promoting your products and services. It's about producing outcomes for your client and positioning yourself as the person who can do that. So when you think of promotion, it's about your potential client. It's not about you. Kim, you reminded me of a story that um, I heard in sales training. And think about a company, Black & Decker, and they make a lot of different power tools, including drills. And one of the big mental shifts was, what are they selling? They're not selling drills. They're selling holes. People want the drills because they need holes in their walls. So what are you selling? Well, that, that concept really hit home for me last year uh, when we were working on Daryl Amy's revenue growth engine. I was having a conversation with Daryl about one of his chapters. And he said to me, Kim, he says, the one thing I've learned is I sell outcomes. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, that's gold. That's gold. I actually took it, I wrote it down, and I have a, on a post-it note on my wall behind my computer there. So I see that all the time. So when you're thinking about promotion, you really need to think about the person that you're going to be speaking to, that your person you're going to be talking to. What outcomes can you produce for them? And then your products and your services are the tools that are needed to produce the outcome. So we, you don't, when you're on promoting things, you're not, you don't need to promote the products and the services. Promote the outcomes. And then when people connect with you, it's your product and services that accomplish it. So secondly, to promote yourself, you need your USP, your unique selling position, right? And then anyone who's taken sales, sales marketing uh, training has heard that word. But if you haven't, if you're going to be promoting yourself, you need to stand out. If you're getting these opportunities to promote to a group of people, you better do it and you better do it well. And one of the ways that you can do that is by standing out. You do not want to be part of the crowd. You want to stand above the crowd. You want people to notice you. You want that air of authority. You don't want to be in the ocean of obscurity where you're a drop in hundreds of millions of billions of drops. You want to be up in the sky where everyone can see you. And so one of the things that I've realized is that we did a whole podcast episode on this. It's called Your Core Marketing Message. So if you scan back through the episodes, I can't remember. I know it was 2020 in there somewhere. We actually did a couple of episodes on Your Core Marketing Message. So we're not going to go over that again. But when you create your core marketing message and based on three questions, you know, who do you serve? How do you serve them? And who are you in relationship to those first two questions? That's going to help you stand out and be noticed. Okay, third thing before we get into the how-tos, you need to have a plan to promote yourself. If you want it to be effective, you need to have a plan and you need to do it consistently so that you gain the momentum that you need. If you're only doing it once in a while, you're not going to see results. Here's the thing. This is the not fun part about it. <laughs> you know, we, we all want that 
shiny golden bullet object, you know, where you're just going to do something once and, you know, all this money and clients and customers is just going to pile in. Now, when you become an influencer, you know, which is way above authority, you know, Tony Robbins, Oprah Winfrey, that will happen for you. But you've got to put in all the years of work to get there first. So, you know, when you think of promotion, think of it as building blocks, you know, and each one's building, 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 building higher. So every time you do something promotion-wise, don't expect humongous results. Sometimes you won't get any results. Been there, done that, it's disappointing, but you have to understand that, you know, it's the consistency that brings the momentum. And over time, as people are hearing your name over and over again, hearing your outcomes over and over again, you're planting seeds. And, you know, you plant enough seeds, you water, you fertilize those things, you pray for sunshine and rain when needed, and, uh, you know, you get this harvest. So, you know, when you're thinking this, you're, everything you're doing is about building that momentum. Any thoughts, my friend? Yes. I was thinking about how, again, as you're building that momentum and you're saying that sometimes you don't get results, it doesn't have to be a a waste entirely because at least it's not that practice makes perfect, but you have to analyze what happened in those instances. And so that you can at least gain some benefit from knowing, wow, this, this cost me how do I keep from having that happen again? I want to see results. And I remember one time uh, doing a off-site setup that had not been uh, advertised well, and it was low attendance. And so there was a lot of energy and finances that went into it. And I was very discouraged. And one of the things that I learned from that is that I didn't have the right products for the event. And while these things are painful to learn in retrospect, they are valuable and you have to sort of step out of yourself when you have those difficult events. Because if you only had to learn the lesson once, that's worthwhile too. Well, here's the thing I've learned about doing live events, especially anything where it's like a vendor event or, you know, you're you're at a conference and you have a table or a spot or whatever. You don't want to sell your expensive stuff. No. You know, your, your biggest thing is about building that list of people. So, you know, you offer smaller stuff, you give away free things, you know, to get that, get those people on your list. Put a dish of candy on the table. You have a raffle for something big and splashy, not even necessarily related to your business. People love (laughs) food-related baskets. And they're like, oh, yes, chocolate? Don't mind if I do. (laughs) And And I think that's something else we didn't put in the notes. And now that we're talking about it, I think you have to set a goal for your promotion. And your promotion should never really be about selling a product. Because most times people don't know you yet. In many cases, it might be their first or second or third time hearing you. But, you know, unless they're already a follower of yours or a client of yours, a lot of times when you're getting out there in other people's audience, they don't know you enough yet to like you and trust you and and want to work with you. So, you know, don't try to sell something. Or if you do, you know, make it something that's very low cost, low barrier. 
right? Something that introduced them. And that's why a book is always really a great idea when you're doing promotion, because people love to read. And if you price the book right, you know, people will invest anywhere from 10 to $20 for a book, especially if it's, you know, they get a physical copy of the book mailed to them. So anyway, that's kind of off topic, but I think that was important as well. And what are the goals? That's one of those things of, but I want to make money. That's why I'm listening to you women. And you're like, oh, let's just sit and play tea, have tea parties. No, that's not (laughs) what we're talking about. (laughs) The thing is, once people are on your list, then you can build the relationship with them. Mm-hmm. And you can start getting them into your funnel. They're, they're, when you're speaking on a stage or on a, uh, well, sometimes on stage is a bit different. But, you know, when you're on Facebook Lives and people's podcasts, which we'll be talking about in a few minutes, they're cold. They're not even in the funnel yet. Mm-hmm. You know, they're out on the peripherals. So you've got to warm them up and get them into the top of the funnel before you can really start selling them anything. Now, one more thing before we get to the how to promote yourself. I know you guys are like, Kim, Kim, I just want the how-tos. I know you do. But if I do not lay a strong foundation for you, you're going to do these things and you're going to fail. And so that's why we're going to lay the strong foundation first. So you should not work on promoting yourself or your business until you've had your business a while. You know what you're doing. You have your target market firmly in place and you have systems to grow. So let's take a look at each one. You know, if you don't know what you're doing and, you know, you're out there promoting yourself and you get a whole bunch of clients, it's going to be disastrous because you you will have no clue how to handle all of them and you don't have any systems in place. So, you know, you will burn out and fail and have a lot of people requesting their money back. You can't produce what you're saying you can. You can. So that's important. You don't have your target market firmly in place. So yeah, you might do this event, but it might be to a totally wrong group of people and uh, you get no results because you have to you know, promote yourself to the right group of people. It's not about promoting yourself to everybody. It's about promoting yourself to your target market. And then third, systems for growth. You know, if, if you can handle one or two or three people at a time by yourself and you, know, you go do promotions and all of a sudden you have 20, 30 people, well, guess what? <laughs> All of a sudden, you're swamped, you burn out, you give up, and you've got to return everybody's money, and you've lost your business. So, you know, you have to have those systems for growth. You have to have, you know, some staff at least, even if they're freelancers, like I'm not talking full-time paid employees, even just some staff to help you handle it, and systems in place to bring on more people quickly should it explode. Now, rarely does it explode. But we can't say that it never explodes right off the, off the get-go. Sometimes you hit the right person with the right audience and you give them the right message and things go, whoa, <laughs> you know. You connected yourself to someone who you didn't know was an influencer and, or at least an, an established authority in a field that you were unaware of. Yeah. So, you know, have all these things in place first before you promote yourself. So let's get to the good, juicy, delicious stuff that you've been waiting for, how to promote yourself. So just before we do that, Winita, any uh, thoughts on your end? Well, I think that's got it. Let's go for it. (laughs) Okay. So do Facebook Lives on other people's streams who have the same target market as you, but sell a different product. So find someone that, that is complimentary. Develop that relationship with a person. Offer to do 
Facebook Live. So they do one, one on yours, you do one on theirs, you know, just starting getting out there all over the place. I have a story about two businesses that did this about 2000, uh, in the teens, 2000, you know, BC before COVID, there was in Mississauga, there was a... Which is in Canada. In Canada, yeah. <laughs> Auto service center that did lube and um, you know, oil change stuff. And they offered a package that while your car was getting lube and oil change, then you could go over to the nail salon next door and have a mani or a pedi while your car was getting served. And it was this package deal. And it was, you know, suddenly, oh, yes, honey, I'd be happy to take care of the car. (laughs) I love that because... In terms of overlap in the customer base, they weren't poaching. They were, you know, making life better for both businesses. I thought that was fantastic. Well, and, you know, every woman would be, well, most women would be like, if you priced it right. Yeah. If you priced it right, it would be like, oh, yeah, I actually just get to sit and relax for a couple of hours. (laughs) Yes. So, you know. Start making those connections with people. Do those Facebook lives, right? Same with podcasts, very similar, just a different medium. You know, get on people's podcasts. And there's lots of different ways to do that. So you can start listening to podcasts you like. Many times, um, you know, if you go for a search, a, a Google search, you can find the email for the podcast. There's a lot of different podcast apps where, you know, you can look up up people who want to be guests or for looking for guests and you can join those um, apps and groups. You know, there's a lot of groups on Facebook where you can, you know, post about being a guest. And then also as well, you know, you can just physically do the work, right? None of this stuff is just going to magically happen. You have to physically search for it. And so what I recommend is do your Google search because like we're talking to people in all sorts of different countries. So each country kind of has their own own specialty areas. Now, one thing we're not going to cover in this podcast, and maybe we'll do a, a, another podcast of this in March, is not only do you need to be on other people's platforms, but part of promotion, the long-term game of promotion is having your own platforms. But that's a totally different topic. And, and like I said, maybe we'll do an episode about that in March. So speaking engagements. Now, this is a great way to get out in front of a group of people. Most of them are online now. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe hopefully by the end of 2021, we'll we'll start to see some live ones again. Um, I guess it depends on where you live. Here in Canada, or at least in Ontario, we're in complete lockdown. I mean, you get questioned if you go out to do shopping. So, you know, like no live events here. But hopefully you're in the future and you're listening to this and, you know, everything started out and you'll just be going like, oh, yeah, COVID. Wow, that was something else, wasn't it? <laughs> I hope, hello, future listener who is in the happy future time. <laughs> Post-COVID era. But yeah, like speaking engagements. Now, here's the thing about speaking engagements is, you know, you should start off small. Kind of pay your dues, right? Speaking on stage is not easy. 
right? It's a skill you've got to learn. And depending on the speaking engagement, there's one of three situations. So sometimes they will let you speak on stage for free because they need speakers and, you know, they, they need people of expertise. So they're willing to let you speak on stage for free. Sometimes you have to pay to speak on stages. And, uh, you know, we've seen that a lot. I've had to pay to be on certain people's stages. And then the third and the most elusive one is being paid to be on stage. And that doesn't normally happen until you're a well-established speaker. So you want to look for those opportunities where it's either you can speak for free or, you know, those low-cost speaking engagements. And those are great places, you know, and they're, they're usually smaller groups, 10 to 50 people. But that's kind of a great place to cut your teeth on and uh, be able to learn how to speak effectively from stage. Uh, the next one is radio and TV. Now, radio is a little easier than TV to get on. But again, that's more advanced stage promotion. You know, that's when you're, you, you've practiced, you've done all these other things, and you're now ready to move to the next step. And I highly suggest that, you know, you're going to have to study this. You're going to have to study how to promote yourself, how to create, you know, those press releases, how to create your media kit. You know, how do you make yourself attractive? And those things will probably help you get on radio. You want to get on TV, though. You can do those things and you might get on TV. But to be honest, you know, you want to find a promotional person who does these types of things, who get people on TV, um, who have the connections, because a lot of times it's all about who do you know. There are many people who have been in the industry who are well known, who don't want to be in the industry anymore, but they make their money by making connections. They're a connector. They will connect you to the right person at the right time for what they're looking for to get you onto TV. So is that going to cost you money? Oh, yeah. Now, I'm not saying you can't get on TV without that person, but it's a lot harder. Any thoughts that you have before we move on to our last little section for today? Yeah, I thought of a, a couple of other ways that you can promote yourself, Kim. Um, awesome. One of the things, it's not so much, it's a, it's a passive thing, and that's having a, a website or a web page, just a basic web presence that people can look up find your contact information and just get a sense that you're a legit business, that you're not just somebody who's um, blowing smoke. It, it gives you credibility. So I think that while that's not strictly promoting yourself, it's part of building your foundation. Mm -hmm. Another opportunity for promotion is through select, and I'm being very careful, select community sponsorship or partnership mm, yes if your business relates to families somehow then sponsoring a sports team like little league or junior hockey or something might make Girl sense ride, scouting yeah that's a way of um connecting you with potential clients and i think that the in those instances you're number one you you want to be strategic about it, but two, you have to enter it with the idea that your heart is uh, set on helping that group, not how can I turn this into a, a financial gain for me? Yes. It's fair 
to, you know, if you're donating a prize for a charity raffle, then you might want a little sign that says this gift was generously donated by RTI Publishing or, or whatever. And one of the uh, low-cost and surprisingly easy way is to promote yourself is your um, voicemail. Ah. One of the things that you, you know, again, having a, a, a good uh, voicemail message adds credibility. One of the things that I had going for my business, people loved my sewing store jingle. When you've got the sewing urge, call Juanita Sew and Search, 528-1386. Yeah! And <laughs> can, you, can you tell I've listened to it quite a few times? <laughs> mm-hmm. I always loved it, though. Sometimes I called just to hear it. <laughs> I had customers doing that, and they some of them would, if I answered, they'd be like, oh, I was hoping to get the machine. And I, more than... <laughs> More than once did I get the first response from the customer. They were laughing. They were happy. They were like, oh, I know she's fun. I know this is going to be, I'm calling the right place. You know, (laughs) I'm not going to be talking to someone who's like, yeah, whatever. (laughs) I I think it needs to be appropriate though, right? Like, again... You know, you look at your target market, right? For me to sing a song as a publishing company, I'm not sure if that would present the right image, but I could give a small message that gives them a hint or a tip or something. That's right. Right? So you look at your target market. Exactly. Having a professional message. Thank you for calling RTI Publishing. Did you know that you could be an authority? Why don't you check out our website or this? I'm just flying off the top of my head, but these are ways that you can get people mm-hmm. connecting with your business and definitely with the with the voicemail, directing them to your website. If you have a frequently asked questions, mm-hmm. that's very valuable in terms of using your time efficiently because we all have the same 24 hours in a day. Same with your email signature. That would be that would be a similar thing. As Absolutely. Well. Hey, we only got a couple of minutes left here. So a few other notes here. So if you have not done this before, start small. Think about doing Facebook Lives and podcasts. They're a great way to practice, right? Don't try to do speaking engagements, radio or TV until you're established. Second, know your core marketing story. That's who you are. That's your business persona. That's why you became an entrepreneur. You know, it's all those things that will really speak to your target market. And when you're being interviewed for a lot of these things, people will ask you for your story. And if you can't out of the bat come out with a strategic story that speaks to their target market, they don't even ask, well, they might ask you the rest of the questions, but you don't get picked, right? So, you know, have that core marketing story down. Three to four teachings that you can do. So, you know, I've, I, I now have about six or seven different teachings that I can, well, at least three of them I can do off the top of my head. The other three, I'd have to look up my notes, do a quick review. So I have six core topics that I can speak on at any one time. So that makes you a lot more attractive to people. 
And then have something free to give away to build your email list. So, you know, build your email list, promote your book. You know, uh, if I'm on other people's podcasts, I promote this podcast, right? So something that brings people over to you and allows you to connect with them further. Well, that's interesting. Hearing you say that promoting this podcast counts as a free giveaway when you're promoting it on someone else's channel. I, I wouldn't have added it like that. So that's an, that's cool to hear you say that because I'm well, sure well, that's it is kind of a free, free. It is a free giveaway. I mean, it's something people can access for free, right? Yeah. And the thing is, is if someone's listening to a podcast, they're more than likely to listen to another podcast because mm-hmm. they're a listener. They like audio. They might not be a reader though. They can be, though I know a lot of podcasts people are are readers as well. So, you know, when I'm promoting the podcast, it makes, uh, when I'm doing other people's podcasts, it makes sense to promote my own podcast because they're already listening. So any last thoughts before we tie it up for today? One last thing people should do if they are really cringing at the idea of speaking engagements is they should get connected with Toastmasters. Yes. <laughs> and and I, both Juanita and I can say that with absolute confidence because we are both Toastmasters ourselves and have benefited from the incredible teaching, training, support, and evaluation. Evaluation is my favorite part. When I speak and I get those evaluations, those are gold nuggets that I've been able to use to increase my speaking ability greatly. So anyway, this has been Juanita Witten-Radko and Kim Thompson-Pinder on the Author to Authority podcast. Just so you know, it is first thing Monday morning, so my tongue is still getting loosed for the day on the Author to Authority podcast. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you on the very next episode. Bye now. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Author to Authority podcast. I have a free gift that I would love to give you. Coming out this year, I am releasing my book, Author to Authority. And if you are an entrepreneur, solopreneur, small business owner, professional coach, or speaker, and you want to find out how to gain visibility and how to build your business bigger, stronger, faster, then I recommend that you download a free sample of the Author to Authority book, at www.authortoauthority.com forward slash get dash the dash book. It's going to be a great resource for you that teaches the author to authority concept and the six key areas that you build authority in and how you can use a book to do it all faster. So don't forget, get your free copy today.